Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Up and atom. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. With Walker and Roush. We are to wild and crazy guys. Hello, everybody. Happy Tuesday to you. September 28th, 2021. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Okay. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here on your Tuesday morning. Hope everybody's doing well. Uh, whatever allergies or little cold I have, still ongoing, but uh, feel well enough to be able to talk some some radio. But if you hear a sneeze or a cough in the background, that's uh, or a sniffly nose, if you will. That's mm. that's gonna be. Me. You're like the little um, puffs kid with the red nose. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I would be the kid that would show up to high school because I don't know if I ever mentioned this or not. I never actually missed a day. Oh, uh, little sick brag. Yeah, a little fun fact about me. But I'd be the kid that like would use everything but tissues, just because tissues weren't always close by. So like toilet paper, paper towel shirt sleeve whatever it took to kind of have a runny nose go away i would i would use that to make it go away and then i'd always be the kid at school with like the really raw nasty red nose because i'd been you know scraping it too much and whatnot so that's the worst it was the worst it it sucked uh it looked bad it hurt it made me feel even worse than i was already feeling yeah it was a disaster so now i try to try to stick with the tissues Especially the ones with the little lotion; those are always really nice. Yeah, uh, but so, uh, I, sometimes you get to a point too where the the lotion ones are even worse. Like you, like it, I mean, it's just a point of no return. You know? Yeah. And no matter what you do, it's not going to help it. And sometimes I would need just the rougher the tissue, the better. Like, give me a paper towel just to scrape this awfulness off my nose. You do that enough, though, then it gets bloody and things. It doesn't. It's 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 no bueno if you get to that point. But uh, hopefully, I'll start feeling better before we get to to, to yes. that point. Yes. I've been hopefully. I've been drinking lots of water, doing all the the rigmarole. So uh, any pickle juice? No, pickle juice is gross. So obviously, not going to put that in my body. But oh, uh, it's great. Great orange hydrating. Juice. Yeah, orange juice, big fan of. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. Orange juice, delicious. Pickle juice, really no place in this world for pickles, if you actually think about it. Mm, Disagree. Lots of places. My cupboard, my mm. fridge. A uh, chaser places. for bourbon. Ooh, picklebacks. Oh, jeez. You too. Let's play, quit it. You're, yeah, but you're, I've done the tequila ones, and they're much better, Justin. Than the, oh, really? Yeah, than, okay. like a, than a bourbon or whatever. I guess they do with JMO. Why don't you all just drink your bourbon like adults? I mean, I normally do, but that's like a fun bar kind of yeah. gimmick. If you're with your buddies, you're and you're you're all not just gonna sit around and drink bourbon. You want to take some shots. Yeah, why, it's why fun. You just sit, sit around and drink bourbon. That sounds great. Well, I'm not a huge bourbon guy, but I, I know <laughs> folks that do that. I, the the way that I, whenever I've had pickle bucks, they're either with uh, Jameson, J, little Jamo, which is disgusting because it's Irish or Scottish. I get them. It's one of those um, Irish. Okay, not very good. But if you do it with tequila, that I, I do like those. Those are very good. I think it's because it's the clear. It just keeps something about mixing Sounds brown awesome. water with pickle juice. Just kind of it. yeah, because it's probably pickle juice. 
Uh, did you folks go ahead and bet the Cowboys last night like your good friend TJ told you to? No, I stuck to my hard and fast rule of not betting NFC East. And also, I was in Kentucky. So, I, um, TJ, I saw your text and I was really going to do it. Um, but I was in Kentucky at the time. So, I was waiting until I got home, which was halftime. I was oh, not man. expecting the score to be what it was at halftime. So, I was like, I'm not yeah. going to bet on that. Try to win you folks some money. And I know it doesn't work out. Um, Eagles stink. I think that's first and foremost. Eagles Eagles do, in fact, stink. But, uh, yeah, watched uh, the first quarter of the Eli Payton broadcast. Didn't get to see Eli throw up the the double birds out on live TV like he did, which uh, was hilarious. Ah, good stuff. That, that, that It was funny. On the Monday, like the, the countdown to kickoff, they had a little bar that was like eight minutes till Eli and Payton. Those ratings just must be stupid good. And it's because it's entertaining and it's fun well, to watch, so. I've also, I want them to know that their interviews and the stuff they're saying, like, I know what they're up to. Like, getting LeBron James on for LeBron to say that, oh, I was going to play football if the lockout didn't end. Like, LeBron, no, you weren't, but that's a great grabby headline. Same thing with Gronk, like, just blatantly lying and saying he doesn't watch film last week. Like, I know what you're up to. It's great theater, and I enjoy the theater, but I know what you're up to. Like, please keep doing it, but you're not going to get me to fall for all of this headline-grabby stuff. Yeah, I, I do. I really do wish they'd cut down on the guests a little bit, although it seems like they're going to go the other way with that and make it more guests. But, yeah, you're going to get these athletes that I guess feel like it's a safe space talking with other athletes, so they're going to... I don't. I don't know. I don't think it's as headline grabby as you think it is. But I. I do. I. I don't need all the guests because they don't know as much as Peyton and Eli. Well, so I, I want to hear. I want to hear those. I, I, need, I needed Nick Saban to make me stay up for five more minutes in that third quarter when it was a thirty-four to seven game or whatever it was. How did Saban do? Fine. You know, normal. Like they were. Um, did they open Saban, him up a little bit? Saban was making fun of Peyton for wearing a really dumb hat when Eli was at Ole Miss and Saban was at LSU and they were playing each other back in like 02 or whatever that was. Uh, that's uh, good, clean fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good yeah, stuff. It, obviously, was, wasn't up for that one. Uh, busy day yesterday. Busy news day, busy sports day. A lot to get to. Tons of text already on the Thornton's text line, but we'd love to hear more of them. 502-414-1450. As you start your day with KRC from 7 to 9 here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM, and then the replay 9 to 11. And if uh, you can't listen live, listen to the podcast. If you want to catch a, a certain hour or you couldn't listen to this segment, anywhere you get your podcast, just search for Kentucky Roll Call. No, iTunes is being a little stinker right now. Uh, but if you go to the Kentucky Roll Call Facebook page, you'll see the updated podcast each and every day. All you got to do is click on it, listen live. Always, always fun stuff. Ralph, it actually, actually showed up on Apple pretty dang fast today or yesterday for what it's worth. Wow, well, it's pretty wow. tricky. It's uh, it's uh, it's sneaky. It's tricky. You don't really know how to operate the a- Apple iTunes, but when it works, we're all happy, right? That's right. right. Absolutely. <laughs> all right, Roush. I think yes. we got to maybe start with the news of yesterday. The, the mm-hmm. six players uh, back to practice. And was that the good news Mark Stoops got on his phone during his coach's show? Yes. Um, I mean, I think it has to be. But, yeah, Stoops 
throughout that oh i just got some good news i'm gonna have to work to confirm it aka i know something you don't know so i'm gonna tease it and keep you on the edge of your seats and it took i don't know 45 minutes maybe an hour before uh anna tarula reported that all well i guess first my boss said some of the players return were allowed to return to practice and then anna tarula tarula from bb and tonight said that all six are now allowed to return to practice uh, which is great news. Now, the part that threw me off, TJ, was I assume that up until this point, it was court proceedings holding back these players from practicing. The news that Stoops received was after courts are closed. So I don't really know. Like We have no idea what the exact details are in this situation. We just know that they're clear to return to practice. This could be even coming from UK side saying, screw you prosecutors. We're going to let these guys return to practice. We really don't know any details other than these guys are back right now. Well, yeah. So that, that was the part I was confused about. I was hoping you, you would be smart enough uh, or you, you'd know enough. Cause you're, you're you know, <laughs> you, you, you know, this stuff, you're smarter than me when it comes to all the law and legal aspects and, and that side of stuff. You, you clerked for a summer, right? Are you interned? Uh, I worked for a lawyer for like seven years or something. Seven years? Yeah, I worked for one for five-ish, another one for three-ish, so maybe even longer. 16 to like 22. Man, you're just like, you know what? I don't want to make money. Yeah. Oh, this dude, his his, it was a miserable job. Yeah. Screw that. Very... Yeah. <laughs> uh, the tweet said all these six UK players involved in the fight have returned to practice per a source. The issue is that was at 8.09. So was it the practice on Monday? Uh, she she sent a correction or an update after that said are allowed to return to practice because they don't even practice on Monday. They have a team meeting in the afternoon. So I'm guessing they got the green light to practice today. Okay. Uh-huh. that There you go. That That checks out. Uh, makes more sense, and that means that uh, I guess they're they're welcome back in the football facility with open arms. And uh, we didn't hear anything though about the court proceedings. That's mm. that's the kicker here. Yeah, and I I mean no idea, like a- absolutely no idea what <laughs> what because. You would think they would happen between nine to five in court hours. And if it happened in court, it would be public record and it would be, you know, John Hale or Travis Ragsdale or John Jason Riley from WDRB or somebody from the Herald Leader. Like, so that's the part that I think what happened. Here's my guess. I think that they the discovery process for the court proceedings has concluded. They have the evidence, and there's nothing further than what. Like, I don't think there's any additional testimony against the players, and that's why UK is comfortable clearing them to return to practice. That's my assumption. Now, I, you know, you know what assuming does, but that's the the geist of uh, what I think is has happened here. Yeah, that that checks out. I mean, that makes that that makes perfect sense, and I think you said that pretty clearly, and uh, that that checks out to me because. What else could have changed that we haven't really one plus one equals two? We've got the the equals two part. They're allowed to come back to practice, which you would think would allow them to play in Friday or Saturday's game, excuse me, against Florida if Kentucky needs them. You obviously we'll we'll talk about this and it's fair to wonder what shape are they in? How rusty are they? Where where do things stand? 
I think you're crazy to think they've just been sitting around playing video games, living the Trevor Kelsey lifestyle since uh, they haven't been welcome to practice and whatnot. I'm sure they've stayed up with it. I'm sure they've stayed up to shade, up uh, up to date with the the roster, with the playbook, with game planning, sort of that stuff. I don't think they've been completely left out of the loop, Roush, is what I'm trying to get at. Right, right. But there's I, – I, I think – you certainly in in they're allowed to practice, so they have a lot to play too. Like I, you know, the details are very sparse. Be, we just right? know that like, we have some good yeah. news. Uh, I, don't know, but, I don't know how you could get them back to practice and say like, ah, but games, no, legally <laughs> yeah. we can't do games, but practice we're good. You know that wouldn't make any sense. Right, you're right, you're right. But I'm just saying like we the amount of information we know at this point is very limited. Now, if they are allowed, like if they're going to be cleared to practice today and they're good to go for Saturday first off there's really only three guys that would be even considered off the get-go to play um they were even in the mix to play at the start of the season that's Jatama McClain uh, Andrew Phillips and Vito Tisdale now how much would they play in general after missing a month it's one thing to be like in summer conditioning shape it's another to be in playing in an SEC football game with 60,000 people in a stadium shape. It's different speeds, different tempo. You haven't had the reps, the timing down, particularly at the the safety position that, that Tisdale plays. Um, now, with that being said, they provide a lot of – could provide a lot of depth. Um, you know, Carrington Valentine went down with some cramps for a little while, and Quandre Mosley has done well uh, it, filling in as that third cornerback this year. But you still be nice to have that other guy. Uh, same with Tisdale and Devontae Robinson. And then McLean. McLean's the one wild card that we don't really talk about because you have Chris Rodriguez and Cavassier Smoke. But I they, they did a lot with him in the preseason. And that that's the one where I just don't know how they throw him into the mix because Hell, if he takes care of the football, that's one thing the other guys haven't been able to do. So between that, uh, what he could do in the passing game, like I that I, that's a complete wild card that could uh, really help the team in in certain situations. But you just don't know how uh, aggressively they want to pursue that. So uh, I, I think with the news yesterday, I have a, a strong hunch that Mark Stoops will do the Un, uh, unplanned, unscheduled media appearance tonight after practice uh, and, and speak with the media about what's going on before Liam Cohen takes the podium. I, I think if you were following the the bread trails, the crumbs of yesterday's news, uh, something was up. Like you, you thought something was going to happen. You knew that there was some legal, and I, I don't know if we even got around to talking about it yesterday, but you knew that there was going to be some legal proceedings on Monday and maybe we'd get some clarity to this whole thing. Um, it was a date that people had kind of circled for a little bit. That's why it was weird not necessarily to hear anything directly from that. But uh, who was it that tweeted out, like, finally going to be good to be back at full strength? Some One of the players tweeted that out on, like, Sunday. So hmm. you had that, which was interesting. You didn't know, are they referring to, is somebody, was somebody banged up we didn't know about? Is, uh, what, what could it, what could they beat? And I wish I knew the player's name. I could look it up if I had it here shortly, but I don't have it. Uh, what, what could they be talking about? 
Then, anyways, Monday rolls around. We don't hear the the legal proceeding information like we were anticipating. That's all right. But did you see did you see Donuts tweets? You see Mike Drennan's tweets? I did not. I did see. Uh, I saw Drew Phillips tweeting out like prayer hands and uh, uh, a few others. Or Drew and and Jatama McLean retweeted that, but I did not see Donuts tweets, and it looks like he's deleted them too. He has deleted them. Uh, they were basically like a goodbye to Kentucky. Um, huh. No really ifs, ands, or buts about them. It was pretty much just a. Uh, I think one was well, you know, I'll I'll pull them. I'll get them pulled up because I did uh, I did have them screenshotted if I can if I can find them. But uh, they were basically a goodbye to UK. This is I'm I'm not one said wearing thin with uh, a little like okay finger emoji and then hand and face emoji and then the other one was OTW with a goodbye um, hmm. doesn't that mean on the way or yeah. something with like a little uh, waving hand and then the other one was to those I love thanks for sticking around heart face. Um, yeah, thanks to all who supported me. Love you all with a peace out sign. So basically, like uh, I'm leaving. So again, if you're following, if you're following, connecting the dots here, I thought that could be like, a, oh wow, once we got the tweet saying that what's his name was out for, or, or once his Jatan uh, McClain was going to be back at practice, couldn't that potentially mean? bad news for Drennan or he thought maybe that his reps were going to be cut back or I don't know, but it does seem like these guys are going to be fully back in the mix starting today. Like not that I think you're going to see them take starters jobs from the get go, but I do. I, I think the anticipation around should be if Kentucky needs these guys on Saturday or the following Saturday or the Saturday after that, they're back in the fold. They're back in the mix. And uh, we could debate and talk about what they can bring to the table and are they really going to do much? Uh, who cares? One, we could debate. You could pick one side. I could pick the other. Time would tell who would be right. But nobody could argue that having this depth is a bad thing. Having these guys back in the fold is 100% a good thing. And even if you got one big tackle out of one of these guys and that's all you got the rest of the year, that's better than nothing. So having them back in practice – and I'm sure, as you said, we'll probably hear from Soups today. Uh, we'll get more clarity on the legal proceedings and where things stand and all that sort of deal. But they're back, Roush, and, and the depth is back. And we don't I, – I think this was really good news yesterday. Really good news. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I, I, I am going to be the old man who's just like, oh, man, I cannot read – I'm way I, I, I'm past like there's something, but I am past reading too deep onto some some player tweets. Uh, it's just kind of weird because they were like he kept them around for a while. They're 16 minutes apart. On, yeah, on, I mean yeah. I don't think there's anything really weird about it. He he probably wants to leave Kentucky. Probably disappointed that he didn't have a role on Saturday. Um, in a, a smoke, it, people are fumbling left and right. Smoke's getting more and more carries. Now you're bringing McLean back to the fold. He probably feels a little bit squeezed, which is unfortunate because sm I, I don't think you're going to see Smoke or or Seerod uh, in the backfield next year. So you're going to need some bodies. And yeah, maybe it's McLean. Um, maybe he steps up in a big way. But I, I would I would think selfishly, I, I would hope that he would stay. I guess that, that, that would also. Uh... I think the the word it, 
I don't know the right word for it. I don't think it's disappointed, but I would hope that somebody who switched positions before a season would give it more than four games before saying like, I'm out of here. You know, agree. Yeah. I, I, I would hope that, but you know, you, you never, kids are kids. You never know. Um, we'll have to wait and let that see, but back to the original point though, having these six guys back, there's, there's no doubt about it. Like it, it's a good thing. I don't care. How many games Vito Tisdale has played? You can throw that dude on kickoff, and he's going to go bash somebody's skull in. You can blitz him off the edge, and he's going to do some stuff. He's going to raise some hell. Vito Tisdale's a ball player. Okay, <laughs> there's no doubt about that. So, uh, and I think just in in general, the um, I this has been a very precarious situation. But it's one that Stoops has never really shied away from backing his guys. And that's typically he toes the company line, mums the word. But he's had these dudes back for quite a while. And for them to miss as much time as they have, I, I think we might have sort of a rallying cry. Sure, there might be some guys like Donut who aren't happy about it. But I do think the this is a real us against the world kind of thing. And there's nothing that Stoops likes better than having his a team with an us against the world mentality, especially going into a game against a quote-unquote rival, but a team that you really hate, that you're an eight-point underdog with, and who's, uh, I think they're 10th in the country. You go and win this game, and you really... Whew, you know, like the, the stars are, are are really aligning. This is right where Stoops won his team before this big game. Yes, and we'll, we will certainly talk more about this development and the news that Kentucky six players likely to to be back in practice today, according to reports. BBN tonight, they are back. They will be back today. That's Vito Tisdale, Jatan McLean, Andrew Phillips, Ernest Sanders, Joel Williams, and R.J. Adams back what, with the team after a long, long hiatus, Roush. One thing we also have to, like, we can't gloss over, and we kind of did when we just said, Anna Tarula of BBN Tonight reports it. They are the official UK station. Like, that's the, that's JMI. That is the official you, it might as well be a press release from UK if it's coming from them, yeah. right? It, it's it's basically UK. It's it's UK saying our inside sources, which are UK, are telling UK that the UK players are back at UK. Yeah, it, it's it's the closest thing to a press release you can get, you know. Correct. Without a press release, so that's significant. <laughs> that is significant. It really is, and uh, and then you had the Stoops thing during his call-in show. I got some good news on my phone. Tried to show Leach what he was talking about. Leach didn't have his cheaters on, so he had no idea. And then Stoops said, I still need to confirm it, though, but I think it, it's pretty much confirmed. We will continue to talk more about it. But, Roush, I'd imagine there's one law enforcement officer that's not too pleased with the news. Oh, man. Man, for somebody that was covering the case so much, they didn't have the update that they're all back to practice. Oh, no. Deputy Doofus wasn't there. Isn't that to... weird? Like, he covered no. everything else, but then the, the good news that these six players that have been through a lot, maybe some of them made some mistakes. We do know for sure that not all of them did. Um, maybe some made some mistakes. Maybe some didn't. Maybe some are being 
lied against. Maybe some hate crimes were thrown at some of these folks. But you, you think the old doof, the old doofus would would uh, would be all over the news about them returning back to the practice. But nope, the, de- the deputy doofus has gone silent. Weirdly enough, so let's go to a break. We may come back. We'll talk more about that. We've got a lot of other news in. Football, oh yeah, it was a very busy newsworthy day. It was. It really was. I don't know if two hours is going to be long enough for Kentucky Roll Call today, but we'll do our best. Send the text into Thornton's text slot, and remember to get your day started with delicious coffee or donuts from Thornton's. Be the MVP of your office. Bring in both. Thornton's makes it convenient and super easy, and you know it. I know it. There's Thornton's pretty much everywhere. Swing on by. Get yourself some coffee. Really get your day started. Nothing goes better than Thornton's Donut and Coffee in KRC in the morning. We'll be right back on Big Exports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Gale. Killed us all and his ministers. Anastasia screamed in vain. I'm from the tank, had a generous rank. I went to Blitzkrieg Rage and the body stank. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. I mean, there's Asia? You framed an Asia poster? How hard did the people at the frame store laugh when you brought this in? They did not laugh at me. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, and Justin Kalen here on your Tuesday morning. Want to remind everybody, Salsaritas is delicious, and they have two locations in Louisville, Middletown, and St. Matthew. Download the app. It's going to save you some money. It's going to save you some time. You can order there. When you're checking out, you scan the little barcode on your app. It gets you points. That's going to get you free food. Trust me, it works. Uh, I've got a lot of free food from Salsaritas over the years. Using that app, it just makes sense to use it. And then if you download that app and you refer a friend and they download that app, You'll get $10 in your account. They'll get a free entree. It's a win-win for everybody involved. And uh, download it and check them out. Two locations. Middletown has a drive-through. St. Matthew's newly renovated. 502-356-9468 if you're interested in calling and placing ahead. They do catering. They do it all. Wildly addictive chips. Delicious burritos. Quesadillas. Cheese just melts out. Uh, Getting hungry again. We do that far too often. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here. Roush, fun first segment. We ended it with some fireworks there. Uh, weird. Just so many people covering that at the end, but no deputy doofus. And he, he was so worried about not it, mm. it not getting enough media coverage. And here we are. Tons of people were, were tweeting out the news yesterday. Man, he's really got to regret his words, right? Yeah. Like, goodness. Like, to the – man, I just uh, – Totally a time to take a step back in life, take a long, hard. I think he's got a a family, people said, like, you know, spend, get away from screens, right? Close some screens, take a step back, enjoy life. It's too short to trying to lead the brigade to make sure six UK players are in trouble or make sure everybody knows that they got oh, I don't, I don't he, know. He I don't did really know tweet out uh, DeAndre Square on Come On Man. So he was he saw that. Yeah, and he uh, I think his caption for that one was like, well, no, no publicity is bad publicity. Well, then your Twitter account has just been great. 
has just been oh, phenomenal. Appre- appreciate each and every bit of it. Um, like I said, the people that were so anxious for like the fraternity side of the story to be true was just turning a complete and blind eye to the potential that the player side of the story was completely true, which really makes this story two polar opposites of current of where things kind of stand currently in America, right? Like it's uh, both of them are not good, but they're completely different of who's at fault versus who's in the wrong. And that's why anybody with half a brain and deputy doofus need not apply. The truth was, as it so often is, somewhere in probably the middle. Yeah, yeah. The UK players made some mistakes that I'm sure they wish they could have back. This fraternity probably really threw gasoline on the fire, knew what they could say to get these players worked up, and based on now several different accounts, did say some things that you should never say. And college kids, especially with alcohol involved, although it doesn't have to have alcohol involved, although that never helps, it turned into a fight and it turned into a regrettable night. And is that enough to make sure players can't play for months and months and months time that they cannot get back? Probably not, at least not with the evidence and the facts that were previously presented, but there are some big time losers that feel the only way U of L can compete with Kentucky is if Kentucky is riddled with scandal, controversy, legal issues, because that's what happened with U of L, and, and just the truth of it. You remember the year of the Cardinal, Roush? Yeah, yeah, the year of the Cardinal. A long time ago, it? right? Yeah. Far cry from the year of the Cardinal. Things have gone south for U of L. So Deputy Doofus thinks that if he's very meticulous, if he stays on it, if he gets support from his U of L butt slappers, and he gets the likes on Twitter. And he can just be a complete and total loser and try to misinterpret everything that's gone on with these UK players, which is totally embarrassing for a grown adult to do. Um, that's been the case for basically his whole social media career. Just one embarrassing thing after another. He legitimately tried to get his Louisville Man article scrubbed from the internet. Yeah, it's hard to find now. I think you were able to pick it Luckily, up. But yeah. KSR has some old cl- has some old uh, cuts and pieces from it on an old nice. KSR article. Good. So luckily, yeah. that's there. Um, the audio's out there somewhere. I still haven't gone deep enough to find that. But it's just one more embarrassing thing to add to his list. He doesn't care. He'll shrug it off. He'll move on to the next one. Won't pretend that this even happened because again, he's got his butt slappers to back him up and support him. So, uh, complete and total doofus. Deputy doofus is the right way to to phrase that. Yeah, maybe, you know, TJ fraternities, they do some good things out there. You know, it's not all bad, but I was a fraternity jagaloon back in the day. And I would just be hesitant to quick on to jump on that side. Yes, of course. Like fraternities are in the news all the time for doing bad things. And I think it's not the same thing with football players. Like it's just, that's just the how, it's how these things work. I don't, I don't, it was, Not only was it miscalculated, but it's also when you have people in this rivalry, it's a lot of fun, right? But it's, you have to know how to do it. And a lot of people don't know how to do it. 
Like you just you you go straight for the jugular when that's not even fun. There's no art to this dance form, and he doesn't know how to dance. Okay, he's tripping over his feet, trying to be the first of the punch bowl, and look at him now. He's got stuff all over his face, and he looks like an idiot. Okay, you. It's fun to poke fun and laugh at Louisville for their scandals. Just because there's one at Kentucky doesn't mean it's time to go dance on their grave just yet. You had a national title taken away. These are these are. For, for having hookers at a recruiting event, okay? It's a little bit easier to poke fun at than a fight at a fraternity party sure. that could give kids felony charges. Like, that, it's it's much... It, I, I, I We don't need to be whatabouting uh, our scandals or whatever you want to call this, but, like, there's also a, a human element to all of this, and, you know, some people would just like to take the human element out of this just for the sake of rivalry. And it's a rivalry. It's fun. But at the end of the day, who cares? <laughs> like it's, 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 it's not that big of a deal. And to, to do that, like, man, I just, it, it, that's it's, it's, well, it's gross. It's kind of gross. You it know, is, it, is, it is, it is gross. And I think that's kind of well said where it's like, he just kind of reminds me, I'm very anti-bully, but he kind of reminds me of that kid, like in grade school that, gets picked on a little bit and you feel kind of bad for him and you're like, Hey, you know, well, let's take it easy on this guy. But then like when you're trying to even defend him, then he tries to like start poking fun at you. And it's like, Hey, you know what, buddy, you deserve everything that's going to be coming your way. He has no idea how to do this stuff. Right. Like, right. One is NCAA investigation, national news. The other is a really kind of icky, gross, hate crime versus maybe women were hit story. And that's the one that he wants to like plant the UL flag in the middle of the field and be like, aha, everybody look what's going on in Kentucky. We're not doing that stuff. Wrong, wrong. And as he has already come to find out and will continue to find out is there will be more issues, more controversy, more drama with the university of Louisville. And his persistent rallying cries against Kentucky and trying to get national media to, like, see how bad this program is, see how much trouble they're getting in. Come on, everybody. I'm the one following. Follow along with me. Uh, it didn't work, sadly. It, it did not work. And you're only going to look oh. dumber and dumber and dumber the more and more that uh, this continues to go away and we will hear more stuff from U L. And we're going to make fun of you for that stuff, unfortunately. We just are. Uh, doesn't seem to understand national NCAA recruiting violation news versus a really gross story involving young 18, 19-year-old kids that had a really rough, drunken night on both sides. That's, yeah, where, that's, um, that's where he wants to wave the flag. Yeah. It's just Weird. Weird dude. I, I, really ma- weird. Making, this, making this a rivalry thing was just a really – Mis- it was a miscalculation. Yeah. Took, no. Yeah. He went <laughs> like, down. I think he thought it was going to be like an open and shut case. These UK players were just like beating up every girl inside. Guns were being flashed. Gun people were getting pistol whipped. And it was going to be like a no brainer. Um, but then, you know, he heard the other side of the story. But he didn't. But even then, he didn't back down. Yeah. Just. Mm. Kept with it. Real anyway. dumb. Real dumb. Well, and let's let's hope play. that. Um, well, I, I would I would just to to put a bow on this. I mean, we still 
haven't gotten all the specifics out. I don't think UK would get the green light to let them go. I know Stoops was getting a little antsy early on, but I don't think he would get the green light from the powers that be if there wasn't more information that came out that may put, sh- shed a light, like a, a more negative light on on those guys. So like I, I would think that whatever legal trouble is probably just going to go away. And it would also make me wonder, like, I wonder if they're going to do anything to really go back at the prosecutors because, man, that's a lot of time they've missed. <laughs> you know, like I would be – I'd strongly consider it, but I'd ideally I, – there would be a part of me that's just like, I just want to play football. Yeah, and some of it's just like you just want to move on. You want it yeah. to go away. But um, Oh, yeah, I would definitely have to I – mean, you know, that's something you talk about with your family and legal counsel with to see what – but uh, completely railroaded. Now, mm. I, and I shouldn't say all of them because I don't know all the facts about all of them. I don't want to be like Deputy Doofus myself. But I, I, there were some that is just like, what are, What are we even doing with you all? Like, what are we doing at all? But it seems like with all of them, Roush, that it's it's going to be just, hey, it's a he said, he said, she said sort of evening. Um, punishment has been served enough on our side. And I do think it's worth asking, all right, what was the punishment on the other side? What, what you know, the fraternity's been – what, what what were they? They weren't kicked they're, off. They're put on probation. They're on probation. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah. You can make it Which that I mean, well we. I, I mean, I I didn't. I don't think I was ever not on probation. Yeah. If your fraternity or sorority is not on somewhat of some sort of probation, are you really are you really doing it right? No, um, you're not. You're although not. All, uh, all probation's not created equally. Getting into a brawl <laughs> with football players and throwing around racial slurs, I don't think was the norm in Greek life, at least when we were there, Roush. But uh, I can't speak for every fraternity, I suppose. Mm, yeah. Uh, not the norm either, but I would just say too, like, man, even if they, if they don't go after the police, depending on what exactly he said, I wouldn't be surprised if some of them went after the doofus. Like, I don't know. I don't know what their legal yeah, standing is. That, that would stuff, be interesting. But. I mean, well, I, I would just love it just to see the look on his face if they were to do it. But, you know, I, I don't know if presenting just public information that's out there is any sort of. Well, but that's crap. the thing. I don't know if he said like, I don't I don't know if he took any personal shots at any of those guys. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I hear you. Um, but, what I would say if I'm somebody at ESPN 680, because these are the folks that have that. And uh, you all should release his uh, direct messages that I've seen or some of his the text messages that he sent some of you all, because that's the real comedy, Roush. Oh, really? It's my one goal to bring down the University of Kentucky football program. If I do nothing else, Jesus it'll Christ. be to bring down the UK football program. I mean, here's the thing. all-time loser, folks. I think well, we just need to make that. We, we've talked about yeah, the dockage. We've talked man, about – really said that? That's so embarrassing, man. It is, it is so embarrassing. Because the thing that he doesn't understand is Kentucky being bad is actually not good for you. Like you like it's much better if Rick Patino's at Louisville for Kentucky because it's more fun to do this. People care more. It's no fun when you suck at everything, Louisville. Like what an idiot. God, what an idiot. But I'll leave that up to his coworkers if they want to uh if they want to share that God, information. What an idiot total total doofus all right let's get back to uh gave him way too much time yeah we really did we really did hey you know who isn't giving wandell robinson much time is uh dan mullen well what is he thinking (laughs) so here's the thing i love that like 
you know, Josh Moore, Big J, some of the Florida Big J's, they were coming to defend Dan Mullen when he was asked about Wondell Robinson. He said, who's that? What what number? I, I, I only know numbers. So who's that? And then they eventually tell him it's number one. And then he goes on. He says nice things. It's like, but, dude, I don't care. Like, there are, there are times where you say, yeah, that number – but like people know some of the names like that just it's a reflection of your jerkdom, your pompousness, your arrogance. So I don't care if he went on to say nice things. Bulletin board material requires no context. What a moron. Absolute moron. He's the leading receiver in the SEC. Like he was preseason all SEC. I, I do not believe the coach speak BS like, we don't read any of the clippings. This is Mullen being an arrogant prick. Yeah, uh, not the first time that's been used to describe Dan Mullen. Secondly, you know, you probably knew where I was going to stand on this. Like, it's really not that big of a deal. You're having to prepare for different teams each and every game. Dan Mullen's been doing it for decades on decades. Like, it's all right if you needed a reminder about what number a player was. Um it's not that big of a deal, but I'll take whatever we can get as bulletin board material, locker yes. room material. And it is dumb. Like there is, you should know who Wandale Robinson are. If you're a head coach in the sec and Kentucky's on your schedule, especially the week going into a Kentucky game. Like you should know the guy's name. It's not the end of the world, not the biggest deal. What I'm a little worried about Roush is that I wish this would have happened on like Wednesday or Thursday I'm worried Ooh, that this is going to yeah. like turn into its own thing, and then it's going to come back where like Wandell finishes with like two receptions for eight yards or something like that, where he was trying to do too much, or Kentucky was trying to get him too involved just to stick it to Dan Mullen. I, I, I don't want this to grow into something bigger. I don't want it to kind of come back on the other side now. I want it to be just our bulletin board material and not like where Florida's defense is going to have to be like, all right, well, now we're going to have to shut this little dude down because our because co- we got to stand up for our coach. Um, they're going to try to shut him down anyways because that's a good way to slow down UK's offense. But I don't want this turning into to as big as a deal as it almost certainly will be now. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's also one of those things, too, that yesterday was so crazy that... Uh, it did kind of get lost under. You're right about that. <laughs> yeah, it kind of did. Uh, but, you know, I... I still think it's just enough to give him juice, but I do I do appreciate your sentiment though that it would have been nicer if it was a little closer to game time. Get them those feelings a little bit fresher. Yeah, because uh, you know, like Wandell, the co- UK's coaches are going to get asked about it. The players are going to get asked about it all week. Now Florida's players are going to get asked about it. Some of Florida's coaches are going to get asked about it. Well, folks in Kentucky didn't take too kindly. Do you forget? Like it's now it's just gonna it's gonna turn into its own big thing where. Instead, I kind of wanted it to be like UK's little in-house cap secret that like, oh, Dan Mullen's throwing shade. We got something for him. That makes sense? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I totally get it. I did like, though, that in that press conference, he revealed that they're using crowd noise at practices. And you had, uh, I, I want to get the direct quote, because there was one of the seniors uh, on the team, one of the older guys was like, yeah, man, the, those fans there, they're, they're wild. You know, that, so uh, one second, it's the the link is loading right now because I, I really like the quote. It said, uh, that's a tough environment. I've been there before. And man, it is a tough environment. The fans, they show a lot of passion for their team. We just have to lock in. 
this week, and we're going to have the music blasting. I already know. We're just going to have to prepare and get ready for it when the time comes. That was uh, Emory Jones, Florida quarterback. So, uh, man, officially a sellout, too. Uh, that yeah, that, that happened last night. Though. Yeah. So, um, big news. Love to see the sellout. Would love to run one of those back next week as well. Yeah. Um, that broke during the coaches' show. Uh, it absolutely should be a sellout. No reason it shouldn't be. Kentucky ranked in one poll, so naturally we're just going to call them a top 25 team. Uh, I'm going to do that. And if you got issues with it, then you can suck it. But you got a top 25 matchup. First UK-Florida game, both teams ranked since 2007. Uh, that was the game day game. If you remember back then, Kentucky uh, played Florida close, but uh, Florida was just better that day too much yeah there was uh tebow's husband here i believe yep yeah, yeah and uh, that was coming off the uk win against lsu this time it's flipped uk left florida first and then and then lsu versus the other way around in 07 but it should be a sellout it should be an absolutely wild atmosphere six o'clock we talked about it yesterday weather um should be great although i did see uh one weather person i think it was chris bailey Saying that there could be some some rain in the forecast. Oh, sure. get the hell out of here, Chris Bailey! I don't think it's. I mean, the weather app is telling me we should be all right, but uh, you guess you'd have to listen to the experts there. But it should be a beautiful weather day. But what I would tell every KRC listener is, if you're even thinking about going to that LSU game, I'd get yeah. my tickets ASAP. Uh, they said yesterday on the coaches' show there were under three thousand remaining. LSU, they're going to use obviously their allotment, so there's not going to, and they're going to, they're going to take some, they're going to be just buying some from UK. So I'd get yours as soon as possible. Yep. And if Kentucky were to pull off the upset against Florida, which full disclosure, I if I were making my prediction today, I don't think Kentucky wins, but I do think Kentucky should play him close. I think it should be a fun game, uh, but maybe maybe my gut will will change over the next few days, and I'll have a change of heart on that prediction. But if they were to beat Florida, and I were to be wrong, which I'm wrong all the time, that's going to be the hottest ticket in the history of UK football. I'll just go ahead and get out in front of it and say that right now. If Kentucky beats Florida, and they've got LSU coming into town, I think that would be the toughest ticket in the history of UK football. And it's not so much because like it's a UK-LSU matchup so much, yeah. now, but LSU is going to bring a ton of fans. I cannot trust that enough. Well, it's, it's, it's that, and it's also... In that Georgia game, I don't know that everybody that bought a ticket believed that Kentucky was going to win that game. They just wanted to be there to see that if a chance that something crazy happens and Kentucky wins the SEC East right here, I need to be there. But expectations to actually win that game, I think, were low. Whereas, like, if you beat Florida, then everybody's going to believe that you're beating LSU, too, and you oh, win yeah. that game and you become a top-10 team in the country, you know? Yeah. And then you win that game, and it's basically set up for a showdown for the East with Georgia. It would be it would be nutty if if it were to come to that. But point, and even if Kentucky were to lose to Florida, that ain't going to be a cheap ticket. You may be happy you have it, and then if you end up deciding you don't want to go, I bet you're going to have no problem getting rid of it for at least what you paid for it, or at least face value, assuming you're paying face value for the tickets. But I'm just saying, Kentucky fans, if you think there's a chance you're going to want to go to that LSU game, I, I doubt we get to the Florida game with tickets still remaining that's going to sell out too so and then secondary market that's where you're going to pay an arm and a leg for tickets and whatnot so i would uh, a little krc tip of the hat to you if you are even thinking about going to that lsu game i try to jump on tickets as soon as possible 
Uh, it's going to be a really fun two weekends for UK back to back. And that LSU weekend, Roush, that will be the first true Keeneland doubleheader fans have been able to do since 2019. So it's been a long time yeah, coming yeah. for those folks as well. It's going to be back to back two fun weeks. There's nothing like fall in the bluegrass. And uh, we got to talk more football when we come back for hour number two, Roush. A lot more football. A lot more football to get to. Man, yet. there was there was one hilarious story from South Carolina that, I mean, you want to talk about getting buried? I mean, all time move, and here we are. Still haven't even mentioned it, and we're going in hour number two. Isn't that the tease of all teases, folks? For hour number two of KRC, TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen here on your beautiful Tuesday morning. We appreciate you listening along. We'll be right back. Hour two of KRC up next. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 961 oh, FM. 50 AM, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kayla. Justin, you were quiet that first hour. I didn't like it. I didn't particularly like it either, but... I had a couple things to say, but every time I just couldn't squeeze it in. You know, it goes like that sometimes in radio. Squeeze, squeeze out that fart, buddy. If you, if you take off your mute button, I'll always at least see it. Not always. It Not yeah. always, buddy. Well, I shouldn't wow. see always. Oh, well, you know what, Justin? If you need a, a grown man to tell you when you can and can't <laughs> talk, then you you know what? Actually, you're not. You don't get to talk at all. I, I just want to. I just want to provide a good product. What, don't uh, interrupt. What did you want to say? No, it, it's. I mean, sometimes you have to. If we're not I getting would, to you, then interrupt. The main thing I was going to bring up was with Donut leaving, there goes our nil deal with Thornton's with him. <sighs> he hasn't left yet. Hey, he deleted the tweets. Yeah, that's people, true. People forget Lynn Bowden was all up in his feelings for a while there. We still got a little time to get that nil deal done, I guess. Yeah, maybe if it's a big enough nil deal, he'll be like, I don't care. I'll just skateboard around campus. I don't we'll throw, need to. throw in coffee for him. But there you Ooh. have it. That sounds good to me. Speaking of nil deals, did you see the new uh, Size Matters billboards with the UK offensive and defensive linemen on them? I did. Uh, size Matters. Yes. Uh, that's Morgan and Morgan's big like ad campaign a, they're pushing. Oh, I thought it was an erectile dysfunction commercial. No, no. This is for their large law firm. And I passed them on my way into campus this year. I was like, man, these, I passed two. They were there uh, off Newtown Pike and South Broadway. And I was like, these new and I, I was also a little surprised to see them actually in uniform and i saw the proud sponsor of uk athletics i was like is this a uk deal or is this actually a nil deal and turns out that it is a nil deal and the reason they're able to wear uh both is, is because it morgan and morgan sponsors uk and they sponsor the players so that's the only time you'll see them in the, their jerseys and that's why when you drive on I-65 and you see Malik's Planet, uh, Cunningham is in a U of L jersey because Planet Fitness also sponsors the cards. I think it's stupid that UK won't let people wear their jerseys regardless. Um, 
then I thought about it. And I was like, all right, well, unless it's a competitor or, and I, I get it. There's probably, there'd be some like gray area of like Kentucky being like, we don't really want to endorse blah, blah, blah. So we don't feel too confident or we don't feel comfortable with you wearing the Jersey on that. But I do think if, if it's a non-threatening situation, they should be able to wear their jerseys. If it's non-competitor to somebody that does advertise or sponsors or donates to Kentucky, I wish they'd be more flexible on that, but maybe just easier to have black and white rules and say this is when you can do it and this is when you can't do it, but good for them. I, I like seeing these college students make money. Um, I know they like seeing themselves up on billboards, so win-win for everybody involved. They get some some serious cash. Uh yeah, the size matter, that was that was really apparent. But I don't think a lot of people saw in the parentheses that said your pockets, uh, your pants will be bulging with savings after winning our lawsuit. So that's why I think some people were confused about what the actual oh, advertisement was for, Ralph. Makes sense, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that checks yeah. out. Bigger presence in Louisville, Morgan & Morgan or The Hammer? Morgan and Morgan Man. and Morgan and Morgan and Morgan and Morgan and Morgan. The, the and Morgan. hammer, I feel like he's pumped the brakes on some of the ads. Lately. That's true. Yeah, he has. You, you don't see as much of him anymore. Yeah. Step it up, hammer. Yeah. And the also, he was he yeah. was way better when he was the heavy hitter because that jingle was great. The heavy hitter is the way to go. Call four five eight one oh oh oh. Oh, this this reminds me. What was the the jingle we would sing with Trevor all the time, TJ? Not which one? I don't know. Come on down and see Jim Brown. Oh yeah, of course. Which are, yeah. is that even like a place anymore? Um, I don't think it's a place that sponsors on the Big X. But it I, it, I, I don't know if it's even around. Like I think it might be shut down because they weren't advertising on the Big X. Like and Charlie Wilson's. That's the yeah. yeah, that no. you got to whistle every time. I can't You're imagine not, not whistling at the family. Gosh, they've got a big happy family, Justin. <laughs> that that truly is out of all the commercials on the Big X, aside from the roll call one that says "Who's your scooter dingus?" That's the best commercial. Well, and also the Salsaritas is hiring commercial is pretty good. A lot of people are saying eh, it's all right. It's gotten a lot. People are like, "Wow, I can't <laughs> wait to go work for Salsaritas." Uh, hiring shortage. What hiring shortage? Uh, by the way, we did kind of bring it up, but do want to remind folks, Thornton's is the text line sponsor. It's the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. You download the Thornton's Refreshing Rewards app today. You get great offers and savings on fuel every single day. Shout out to Kelly Leonardo and Alex Cupper. We appreciate their help with uh, Thornton's joining the Big X Sports Radio. And we're going to get to some of those text messages. Roush, we do need to talk more football. I want to hear more about this tease from South Carolina that got completely buried yesterday. Oh, man. It got completely buried, even though it was one of the greatest flexes. My word. I mean, Vince Merrow just looked Shane Beamer in the eye and said, (laughs) you think... You're, you 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 think you you think you can handle the, with the big boys? I'll show you how it's done. So after the Kentucky football win down at South Carolina, where the Gamecocks just were a disaster. I mean, it was Kentucky really had to grind out a win. They got some help from some really incompetent coaching. I mean, it was bad coaching all around. Uh, some of the decisions to go for it. The reason, like, we're just not going to run Luke Doty, like, okay, thank you very much, you idiot Satterfield. No, different idiot Satterfield. But it was uh, it was coaching malpractice, and I will happily 
happily take that uh, seven days a week. And that continued after the game because Dane Key, he was on uh, an unofficial visit to South Carolina. He's, he really likes williams Bryce Stadium, the Sandstorm. He's, he's been fond of that place for a while. They've long been considered Kentucky's top competition in this recruitment. And after the game, Vince Merrill says, you know what? Instead of celebrate with my team, let me let me give Dane Key a call. So he pulls out FaceTime, and the receiver from Lexington answers it. And Vince spent the next you know few minutes just letting him see how it looks to celebrate a win at South Carolina because Key was unable to do that. Uh, Wondell Robinson hopped on the phone. And it was one of the greater recruiting flexes I can I can ever recall. A, a tip of the cap to you, big dog, because that was incredible. I was slightly worried about the legality of that. I but it was unofficial, so no harm, no foul, right? I, I did well, think on official visits, coaches weren't allowed to reach out to other players. You can talk to people on the phone. I think pretty much wherever. So you know, it, it's if uh, and even then, like if you. If it's an unofficial visit and you're on a campus, like, and you see the person, I think you could talk to them. Um, but either way, I know the the phone call thing is in the free and clear. So take that, yeah. take that, South yeah. Carolina. That that's a that's a chess checker situation, right? Like that, oh, to, have, to, to have the foresight, I guess, to be thinking of that, like while the game's closing out. I don't know. Was it a it was just in the moment. Was it like, hey, this is what we're gonna do if we win? We know he's down here. It just it it seems like in the the hoopla celebration. Good on Vince to be thinking about the future, right? It's hard in those moments mm-hmm. not to be like, I'm celebrating, I'm having fun, I'm worried about right now, right here, and then uh, and then you and then the next morning you reach out to Dainky. Hey, how did you enjoy it? To do that right there in that moment. Pretty yeah. genius move. I've always had the mindset that, like, I get it. Danky wants to go where he wants to go. He wants to have this decision. Ryan always says, we're going to respect him. And, of course, of course. But it, I've always thought this kid's coming to Kentucky. Yeah, so, I I think that Drew made uh, – he made a very good point when we were talking about this while taping the KSR football podcast last night. He said, we're talking about the call – but the fact that Dane Key answered that call too, he could have very well just been like, like you know, I'm on an unofficial. Like, come on, I'm, I'll deal with this later. He picked up the phone, <laughs> so I think that 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 tells you something too about uh, his relationship with Kentucky right now. Hats off to Stoops for being cognizant of him being there. Oh, yeah, they, well, I'm sure they, they knew that. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, I mean, no, I'm not. I'm not surprised. I mean, coaches seem to know where the, their players always are, or their future players always are. But I, I mean, I, I picture myself as Stoops in that situation, and I don't know that I'm going to know that he's there. I think we, I think we did talk about him visiting South Carolina, but that that was kind of talked about in UK circles last week, Justin, where it probably wasn't a huge surprise that like Stoops knew that he was there. But uh, to call to have to have the big dog call him afterwards. Pretty, pretty funny. Pretty awesome. Really enjoyed it. Roush, you want to know something that's not awesome? Oh, no. What's not awesome? Mask at Big Blue Madness. Oh. Yeah, I don't care. Of course you don't care. That's not surprising at all. Uh, it's 
dumb to do that and uh, would gladly have a conversation. We also don't have to have a conversation on it. But my advice is if you are if you are still of the belief that masks make a difference, I don't think going to a practice basketball game is worth the risk reward because then that also means you're worried about getting COVID. So it really doesn't do, even if you think it does something, is it really worth it to put on a mask and go to a UK basketball practice? Probably not. Uh, it won't be enforced, which also makes this whole thing even dumber. What, you're probably going to have to have it when you walk in. But Big Blue Madness, predominantly very dark. Uh, the lights are off in the upper levels and even the lower levels for the majority of the show. They're not going to enforce it, which, again, makes this whole thing dumber. I wish Kentucky didn't do that, but uh, there was a concert at Rupp last weekend, no mask in sight. And uh, I wish they wouldn't have done that. But that's if you plan on going to Big Blue Madness, they announced the ticket distribution yesterday. And the protocols for Rupp Arena, if you're a UK season ticket holder, maybe something to keep an eye on, though, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would say that if they're doing this now, then they're going to want to do it all season. Um, so that's just, yeah, it is kind of weird that Rupp would have one different than UK's. But I guess if you're going to make people do it in indoor areas at the football stadium, then you got to do it at the basketball. I guess they're just trying to be consistent. I don't know. That's I don't true. get no, it. That's good. They are. They are. And you're yeah. right about that. And it won't be. And, and like it is at Kroger Field, it, it won't. It won't be enforced, which makes it even more frustrating. What I think will happen, Roush, because Kentucky and the South were on the back end of this surge. I guess this late summer fall surge that we had. Uh, which wasn't great. You know, the, the hospitals were crowded. There's obviously, there's no denying that. Um, but that we're, that's coming down because this is what people that have been paying attention, this is what happens. We will have surges and we'll, it'll go down. We'll have surges and it'll go down just like the flu. Um, that's that's going to be our reality. Seems like we're on the way down on this route. So I'm hoping maybe by like November, mid-November, the you know, the numbers will look good enough where Kentucky can confidently be like, all right, no, no masking. No social distancing. We're going to try to keep Rupp Arena as normal as possible. Because um, that's what they've done for the most part. They're making rules based on how the numbers look. So ideally over the next month, numbers will continue to go down and we'll be able to maybe move past this. And I need I hate that I have to say this, but just like if you disagree with one of Roush's and I sports opinions, just disagree with us here or agree with us. We don't really care. It's just our opinions on it. And uh, I just think it's dumb to have a rule that's not going to be enforced and especially a rule that doesn't really have a lot of backing. But that's what you got going for you if you're trying to go to Big Blue Madness. No camp out this year, Roush. Yeah, I think we already knew that there was going to be no camp out. Um, but not I also, surprising. like, I, this is me being like, I, I, I remember being young and excited for Big Blue Madness. And it's just that, oh, man, the chances of me watching that are very low. Like, I just don't. They got to do something different, man. Like it's just too much of this. Uh, some, something. I'm just. I don't. I don't. I don't know what it is that's got me over Big Blue Madness. Like what specifically it is, but I'm. I'm over it. I'm not a big Big Blue Madness guy anymore. I. I, I think I've probably not watched more of the last few than I've watched. Uh, watching in its entirety. I don't know the last one that I've watched, and it's in. It's in its entirety. It's fun. It's kind of. It, I think it's. Big Blue Madness is a little bit more of uh, more welcomed when Kentucky's having a rough football season because I think it's kind of like our way of being able to be like, all right, we still have football to go, but ha finally, we've got basketball. It's here. We're going to be awesome. Let's celebrate. Let's embrace it. When Kentucky's got a good football team, 
Big Blue Madness really doesn't seem to have the same punch that it has at all. And uh, I'm, I'm with you there, Roush. Maybe if my kids want to camp out or do something like that, that, that could – I think it is for a younger audience for the most part just because there's a lot of bells and whistles. And th- if you've seen it once, I feel like you've probably seen it before. But there are folks that, that go to it religiously, love it. It's their annual tradition. And to those folks, I tip, your ca- I tip my cap to you. Uh, that sounds like a lot of fun. Just for you and me, Roush, it, it doesn't seem to hit the same. Yeah, it just maybe if you change up the the venue every once in a while, maybe I think really what it would be if you actually just did it at midnight and called it Midnight Madness again. And you did it at Memorial. Yeah, like I would I would care on that. Yeah. And on that as well. Or if you just if you actually had like a scrimmage, like a real scrimmage like they used to. Uh, And then it kind of turned, you know, it slowly just morphed into like, hey, they're going to run around, but it's just going to be dunks and three pointers and stuff like that, which I don't want people tearing ACLs or blowing out knees or anything like that. But if you could actually see guys go against each other, all that summer talk we've had about who's going to play the four and all that, if you could kind of see something so you could leave and say, well, you see what he did on him or he was working. If you could have those conversations instead, it's like, wow, Jacob Toppin's dance was pretty sweet. Like that was, he really did the Dougie pretty good there. That that loses some of its steam. After yeah, that, yeah, yeah. In my opinion. All right, this just came up on my Twitter. Yeah, I, I think I know where you're going to. Dan Dockage? Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the, the headline? The headline gets a uh, uh, shout out to my former ex boss, yeah, too. That, like, you know that your former ex boss is probably just like tickled pink right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, probably made, say, made the, the, quote, the quote was uh, once ESPN hired him, I was good with not being there. I tell you that right now. Once I saw that dumbass got hired, I was cool. Like, Dan, what are you ta- like? He's who- talking about Matt Jones. Yeah, yeah, it's like, dude, this is such an old man who hollers at Cloud. Like, what is, what do you, how does Matt have anything to do with this? So I think the, the name of his new show, too, that's going to be on Outkick, because that was the the inspiration for this article. His new show is going to be called Sack Up with Dan Dockett. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Gosh. God damn. There's a writer for Outkick that I really like, and he's the only person I read on Outkick. And uh, I no, think I know what you're talking it's about. It's not uh, Clay Travis. What's the guy's name? And it's not Adam Kramer, but it's some guy who did a lot of stuff early in the Calipari era. Um, yeah, you'll wreck it. You, I, 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 yeah, when I see the name, I know it. But yeah, yeah, we'll 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 figure we'll figure that out. Uh, I'm gonna look it up here. Or Joe Kinsey. That yeah, that sounds, that's, I think that sounds right. Yeah, I enjoy his Twitter feed. I enjoy his articles, and uh, he—he's the person on Outkick that I—I I do enjoy reading. What do you think at Outkick? Dan Dockage is a total goober, and that quote right there, Roush, the one you just read. I think in life, people basically fall in two ca- or maybe three. I'll go three th- three categories: either people get it, or they don't get it, or there's still hope in time that they may get it, and that's a little sliver in the middle. It's basically like this little thing that. You know, you're you're in one area. You're one of those three areas, everybody in this world. And this was just – we haven't heard from old Dan Dockett since he was doing DoorDash. This just, uh, affir- just reaffirms to us our confirmation he still does not get it. No. Well, and, that, and that's the thing that is always – I've always viewed Dan as kind of a tragic figure because he actually is really insightful on his ESPN broadcast. And 
you know, you know me, classic bully Roush. Like there is, you can have some fun with that shtick, but for some reason, I don't know if it's because of the climate we're kind of in. He felt the need to really just take it to an extreme that crossed so many lines. Like he had a really good gig at that at that Indianapolis station that he just completely tanked all because he just wanted to be big, bad boy, Dan. And I I just, I don't know how a grown adult can't have the discipline and self-control to understand that. Like you don't need to go that far. And it wasn't even like a, you know how like, like Howard Stern people be like, man, he's just pushing it to the limit. And like people respect him for being some sort of innovator or stuff. He was doing it to be a big dumbass bully. Like it wasn't even like, it was a cruel manner in which he did. And it's like, man, I, I really wanted him to, cause I think there is something inside. Like, I think there's a part of him that uh, regrets being that guy, but just he can't like Bobby Knight has just warped his brain into mush and he can't go. He can't turn away from being this big doofus of a bully that just, he can't help it. He can't help himself. And I I blame Bobby Knight for it all. Justin, you better, you got to defend your former Hoosier. No, I was actually going to chime in and say, I think that's extremely fair. I mean, that's, likely the reason why Dan Dockage is the way he is because he was with Bobby for so many years. I mean, I, I, I cannot disagree with that at all. I was just hoping the next time we heard from Dan Dockage after the DoorDash thing was like, hey, guys, I got way too caught up. Like, yeah, th- there are a lot of similarities here between Deputy Doofus and old Dan Dockage. I was just hoping Dockage would come back and be like, listen, I got way too worked up about this stuff. At the end of the day, it's sports. The things that matter most are family, right. friends, my children, you know, th- like this, I got, I was getting too worked up. I, I was too caught up in thinking this stuff is actually real life. This isn't real life. This is sports. Um, but that, that, that quote kind of says it all, Roush. He, he, he ain't there yet. I would doubt he ever gets there. You thought maybe he's taking a step in the right direction with the DoorDash thing. That's why I was unwilling to kind of poke a lot of fun at him, even though he deserved it. It's just cause all right, uh, coming from a place of humility and humbleness, I think that's when we don't punch down on folks. But let's get back to punching down on old Dan Dockage. Dude's a goober. I mean, the whole thing he had with the ESPN station about like saying that they made fun of him for his dead dad or and something. And then it was like, like, all right, can you just tell us who did that and maybe just like when? When were you listening? Or and when then about were just you listening? Go to name calling like yeah. immediately. It's uh, he doesn't yeah. get it, man. He doesn't it's, get it. It's super, super childish. It's uh it's wild. Again, right, yeah, three categories. Either you get it, you don't get it, or you don't get it, but there's still hope. He is he, – no hope for Dan Dockage. No hope whatsoever. Let's get to this Thornton's text line, and then we need to go to a quick break here. 502-414-1450. A texter, uh, Kentucky Croaks, is great show today, and he texted in afterwards, said, I need you all to really bring it tomorrow. I'm getting my chemotherapy today listening to you all tomorrow i'll be on the toilet all day i need you guys to bring your a game tomorrow so i can laugh while i'm hugging the toilet you guys make the hardest days easier you guys affect people's lives by energy you bring thank you for your energy god bless you and thank you for making the darkest days lighter uh yeah when i'm feeling like i have a little cold roush or allergies are bad and my throat's a little scratchy and whatnot you read something like that and it's what a baby i am you know <laughs> what, a, what a baby i am kentucky crow you're 
keep fighting, buddy. You're doing great. You really are. And uh, nothing. Yeah, you got nothing, this. You, you won't be hugging the toilet forever. Nothing lasts forever. You got this. And uh, we're thinking about you. We always are. A texter, another texter uh, says, great show. Keep up the good work. Yeah. Thanks. We're the best. One thing we love is butt slapping. So go on and bring it to us, baby. A texter says, I would love for Roush to figure out any saying other than water has to find its level. He even has TJ saying it now. For the record, I was the first one to say it yesterday. Yeah, so. you are. You are. And I think there's also like there's two sides to every coin. There's a couple of different ones that apply to the same thing. Um, but that, you that, know, those I, two I, things are not the same meaning. No, you're right. There's another one though that I used to say, and then water finding its level entered my lexicon, and I just can't. It's not escaping. Not speaking escaping of lexicon. entering, speaking of entering lexicon and and taking after people, TJ. I'll have you know, I was listening to Mike Rutherford yesterday. He dropped a to be fair, and in my car, to be fair, right after he said it, just I like did, you did. I was, I, was, <laughs> I was listening as well. I was listening. Did you as well, do a to be fair also? Oh, anytime I hear the words to be yeah. fair, I instantly follow up and go to be fair. <laughs> yeah, I, I got that from you. So thanks. <laughs> yeah, gosh. Oh, Trevor and Mike Rutherford. Love those guys. But Roush, what I say they were going to do yesterday, what I say ULL fans were going to do. Oh, they're going to win nine games and win the ACC. Exact quote. Tell me what game on our schedule isn't winnable. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, oh, man, they're so back. Gosh, man. Uh, yeah. and, See, and this is what I was bringing up earlier with the rivalry thing. It's not f like the 2-10 and ten year was fun because we made money at their expense. Like, fading Louisville was just the, the gift that kept on giving. But, like, doing that in perpetuity is no fun. Like, it's fun to have them have hope. Like, the, the win the following season when they actually thought they could beat Lynn Bowden and then they lost by a million – so much more fun. So much more fun. You know, it's just that like some people are too dumb to understand that. Yeah. Um, and they, they, they are, it seemed like they're bothered that Kentucky fans are still really confident about the governor's cup. <laughs> and I texted Trevor and I, I wasn't, and Trevor read it on the air. I wasn't intending for him to do that, but I had texted Trevor and I was like, I, I'm more confident now than I was like you all are what like Malik Cunningham's playing with a ton of heart. And that has been fun to watch. I, I will take nothing away from Malik Cunningham, but you are still getting gashed and yeah, Malik Cunningham you are who still, we thought you were and Malik Cunningham still running for his life just because central Florida and Florida state don't have the offensive line or defensive lines of Kentucky aren't going to change my mind on that. And yes, Kentucky laid a complete stinker against UT Chattanooga, but every other game they've completely controlled the line of scrimmage, at least on the offensive side of the ball. And uh, defensively against South Carolina, the, the defense was complete and total monsters. So uh, no, nothing's changed in my opinion. UK is going to be able to pick whatever rushing number it wants, and they could say, they could say 421 yards. Uh, I'll do one extra not to make Trevor happy. They could say 421 yards. They could go out there and get it. They could say, you know what, Levis, we want you to get 100. Chris, we want you to get 150. And then uh, and then they could break it up, the dividing between Donut, hopefully. Hopefully hangs around. McClay, uh, Jatan's back, so that's always exciting. So, anyways, uh, nothing's changed in my confidence for the UK U of L Governor's Cup game, Nick Rouse. 600 yards, though, was a little ludicrous, CJ. I said 421 wow. rushing yards. 
Oh, t- Trevor said 600. Oh, well, um, I may have said that in the text message to him. Yeah, but uh, like, it wouldn't be unprecedented. I think I mean, they 600? had like 524 in that Jeez. Wimbledon game. Could be, yeah. 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 Um, uh, All right, let's go to, we go to a break. Uh yeah yeah also TJ we did we did miss some texts you kind of might have glossed over a few so we gotta I I think there were some this morning that you you glazed over what what are you talking about yeah I started right off the get go did you get the great show today KRC because come on we gotta pat ourselves on the back yeah I did I said Kentucky Croak says great show today KRC and he adds wow. that he's having chemotherapy Jeez, Ralph isn't listening can I just I'm really wanting to compliment myself again okay <laughs> get it together buddy all right uh, we'll be right back and we'll we'll, re- <laughs> keep, reading, we'll keep reading only compliment texts into the yes. show Look at it. Really, it's beautiful, Clark. Something else, huh, Russ? Yeah, Dad. Isn't it beautiful, Audrey? She'll see it later, honey. Her eyes are frozen. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call. Here on Big X Sports Radio. Okay. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here on your Tuesday morning. Remember, Bobby Cook Golf Academy open for you. Whether you want to hit the virtual range, play a virtual course on one of their three simulators, or get lessons from Bobby Cook, professional golfer himself, go to bobbycookgolfacademy.com to learn more. It's, it's off exit four on I-65 in southern Indiana, right across the bridge, just about anywhere, 10 to 20 minutes in Louisville, depending whereabouts you live in town. It's a cool setup. You'll like it. BobbyCookGolfAcademy.com to learn more. Roush, we have a lot more text to get to. That is correct. On the Thornton's text line. So I say we go ahead and we jump on it right now. Let's do uh, it. Texter says, other textures, Tim McGraw, Friday Night Lights, fumbled text, landed with me. Good job, buddy. Yeah, it turns out that text was from a friend, too. And he was like, what the hell, Roush? And it's like, well... Sorry that I go to music first and not one of the two movies that he did. Like, come on. Come so on. was it funny now that you get it? I mean, it wasn't really funny, but... Wow. It was, it was, a, it was a nice reference. Wow. Love it. Uh, Texter says, imagine how desperate that radio station in Columbia must be if they're bringing in Roush for guest spots. Oh, like man. Boom roasted. Wait, I think I stepped on the end of it, too. Who, no, I who, read did, it. who did who did they say at the very end though? Was, Michael uh, Bennett. Michael Bennett not available. <laughs> Man, boom roasted. <laughs> uh, what's what state? What's is it? What station is it in Columbia? I have no idea. I do know that they started their pregame coverage five hours before kickoff. Which mad respect to that. Like that's a that's a hell of a pregame show if you're starting your pregame coverage at two for a seven or seven o'clock kick. Yeah, why not? Why not? Gamecock fans excited to hear about Gamecock football. Texter says, very service-level analysis of the fumbling problem. Jonathan Taylor was pretty fumble-prone at Wisconsin under Settle. Oh, no. That's not good. Not a good Stu- precedent. Was Stu- Melvin Gordon fumble-prone? 
Stoops asked a lot about fumbles yesterday between the the luncheon or not so luncheon and then the the coaches show as well and talked a little bit about it being luck but also just kind of being loose with the ball in certain areas and um I I I don't know I I don't I you worry about turnover sure but I don't think you can I don't think there's a healthy fear of fumbling just because you you can't really anticipate that Sometimes it's just the helmet hits the ball in the wrong spot. Josh's Ali's are a little bit more fixable than I think Chris Rodriguez. Like Chris, just, I guess, be a little bit more astute of it and hold on to it more, I I suppose. And not that you're ever not trying to hold on to the ball. Josh just needs to be a little bit more careful where he is that ball, especially when he's coming across the middle. There's just more bodies there that he knows. He's got to hold on to it. Chris is just keep doing what you're doing and, and try to be a little bit better at it. But some of it's just kind of bad luck and, uh, especially near the goal line. That's the issue with Chris is that one he had back when UK was pinned up against its own. Like you cannot fumble the ball there under any circumstance. And then when UK's punching it in, you can't fumble there. Like goal line fumbles, doesn't matter what end of the field you're on, inexcusable, cannot happen. Well, and, and those are the situations too. Like you said, in Alvi's case too, he's he's worked a lot on the outside. He hasn't been through a lot of traffic. Chris has got to have the situational awareness to double up on the ball and fight through the line, you know, like that's, that's the setting where you do need two hands on it. And that's necessary to keep moving forward. And, and Josh Ali's going, go ahead. No, you go. Ahead. I was just going to say in Josh Ali's case that there's not very many football players in the country, NFL, college, high school, whatever level that would have held on to that second one. I believe it was. The one where the guy just came down. I mean, he basically punched the ball. It's it's impossible to hold on to that. Well, I don't remember the second or first one, but the one where he was just holding the ball kind of out out. It was wide. Looks like yeah. a chicken wing. Yeah, like, you, one was bad. One was thing. understandable. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's too many turnovers. I just don't think you can. I think bad football teams are bad at turning the ball over. I don't think Kentucky's a bad football team. So I think it's a little bit being careless. I don't doubt that that plays a role in it to some degree. I also think there's a little bit of a bad luck factor into it. But, hell, maybe Kentucky's bad and just has you know been, been finding lucky ways to win. But I, I don't think this is a bad football team. So I think the turnovers will get figured out in time. No, I, I do as well. Like some of it's bad luck. Some of it's – Hey, Will Levis, you can't throw off your back put six foot, 60 yards down the field to the guy that's leading the country in interceptions right now. Like, that's just not a little more awareness there. You know, step into that throw if you're going to make it. You can't be fading backwards. (laughs) Yeah. If you're attacking that guy, it better be a good throw, not just a late one at that point. Uh, Agreed with you there. All right. Thornton Stexlon? Yes. Thornton Stexlon. 502 414. 1450. One texter says the broadcasters for the game were so new to broadcasting it hurts. Very surprised you would get some straight rookies for a night game on ESPN2. They sound like some complete rookies that just got the job yesterday. Well, I don't I, I know that they aren't in fact rookies. They're new to ESPN. Um now apparently the regular play-by-play guy came from Fox. Uh, the FS1, he used to do like the Big Ten, that kind of sort of stuff. And then uh, Kelly Stouffer has been doing other play-by-play elsewhere, but I think this is a new crew, so maybe their chemistry was off, and that's what made it so awkward and clunky. Uh, it was just bad. I, I don't think the people knew anything about the game they were talking about, which that can happen, I suppose, but you ask a, a savvy pro like Justin Kalen, you got to do your homework. That's right. 
and they didn't do their homework whatsoever, and it wasn't very good. But you know, the uh, sad part is someone like me who broadcast has to actually do homework. Someone who's on ESPN has to do nothing. They put together the biggest pack of information for them. Literally, all you have to do is sift through that pack, get what you're going to need for your game. It's it's a hell of a lot easier at the higher levels. Well, that's still, but you added a little caveat there. That, that, to, that you have to sift through the information, yeah, and it is a lot of information. But still, you got to be, you got to know what's going on. Justin agree, doesn't get in game notes from oh, sports yeah. information directors. Totally, <laughs> totally I did. Agree. It'd be a lot cooler. Totally, it'd be a lot cooler if you did. Uh, <laughs> that's that's well said, and that's actually very true. Is uh, and that's kind of for Louisville City when we would do the game at Slugger Field at the time for a home game. We have like a ton of information, packets, all this and all that. But we called the road games from the iHeart Studio. Mm-hmm. We didn't have any. We didn't have anything. Like not a thing. Not anything from Louisville City. Nothing from the opponent. Uh, it was just basically whatever we could dig up on their websites, and that's what we got. My biggest thing was always just I want to pronunciate these people's names as the best I can. And obviously, you're never going to be a hundred percent, but I want to get the names right first and foremost. So that would be my level of, not my only level of research, but if I was going to keep it light, that would be the first thing I would do. But the people at the ESPN level or Fox or CBS, Justin, you're, you're right. They have everything. They have, they have every pronunciation. They have every fun fact about every single player, where they're from, their history, same with the coaches. You really have to kind of go out of your way to come off as a dweeb doing that. And uh, these people on ESPN, too, for this game, at least found a way. Definitely, definitely. I, uh, You know who's not a dweeb? Who's is, that? Uh, J.J. Weaver. He's actually kind of a badass. And we didn't mention it yesterday. But I, I, I had somebody talk to me late last night. So they showed uh, J.J.'s new six-fingered glove on the ESPN broadcast over the weekend. That was one thing they did do well. I think it was Lauren Sizzler on the sideline who shared that story. Um, because that's something we talked about much a lot in recruitment, but J.J. hadn't brought up very often. They got a new glove for him, and I shouted out Nike for making it happen. It was actually the U.K. equipment managing staff who made the custom modification to his glove Tom Kalinowski, who's been there forever, and one guy who's become quite a household name, Tink Belcher. (laughs) Gotta love Tink. Man, Tink's everywhere. Big weekend for Tink. Big weekend for Tink. Tink Stonk's never been higher. No, no. Without a doubt. If I were Tink's friends or or girlfriend, maybe time to sell those stonks at at, at all-time high premium. Oh. Texter on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Uh, Roush, why don't you hit, take this one? It's a nice long one for you. Oh, it's Rocket City Rob. He says, hey, gents, great to get a win this past weekend. I didn't get to watch the full game due to being at Bama's game. I've never seen anything like that, Seb. 100000 plus for a smaller team and such an amazing job with traffic. I love that he comes away impressed with the traffic control. Like That's that's when you know well, they do actually, things right in Tuscaloosa. To, to his point, it, it, they they pretty much have it down to a science there. It is, it is super impressive. <laughs> we parked super – it seemed like we parked like two miles away, but there was a shuttle that took you right to the hub of the tailgating spot, and those mm. things were like clockwork. They really do have game days in Tuscaloosa pretty much down to a, a well-oiled machine. And then Kentucky, it's just like 
that tell you that I literally saw a car leaving the Missouri game just like in standstill traffic flip on its side somehow? <laughs> no. <laughs> Swear. They, they must have like had the parking brake. I don't know what they did, but like they tried to move really quick and swerve. Although we were in we were in standstill traffic, I I promise you. And their car just flipped. It just flipped over on its side. And like people were walking and people were all around and were just like, wait, what did, everybody was in shock of like, did that just happen? And they they seemed to be fine. We got the arrow, so obviously we got the hell out of there. But was they it a seemed, smart car? No, but it was like a boxy car. Um, like one of those boxy SUVs. So, but it wasn't one of those tiny little smart smart cars. But that was pretty wild. UK can't get anything figured out with game day traffic. But the Rocket City Rob, not to interrupt your text, but you are right that their their game day stuff is is awesome. Yeah, the uh, and and I'll I'll add to that. Like Jack, it took him like an hour to get where he wanted to go for the Chattanooga game, and for Drew, Drew got kicked out of the orange lot somehow. Like while he was trying to get a spot in the orange lot. Because they were just letting people block off multiple spaces there. It's just like, you know, when I got here early, these six spaces are mine. It's like your parking passes for one spot. Like I get you've got this tent, just put it in the where people are driving, not in the parking space. Suppose- next to you. I, I, I will say the orange lot though. The, the, I, I appreciate the rowdiness there. That's got to be the most rowdy, rowdy lot there is. R.I.P. the bull. Where the college kids would tailgate because that was rowdy and missed that was ball. fun. I missed the bowl too. It's just like anything that is good at UK, it, they got to eventually get rid of and it can't be there any longer. U of L's new traffic pattern is kind of interesting for their red lot, which is now the purple lot. Um, or the green lot? lot on the, yeah, the big lot yeah. on the other side of the tunnel. It, they It used to be reserved spots, but the issue would be people would be tailgating and had been there for two and a half hours, but then the person next to you would be getting there. So then you'd have to move your stuff. They'd come down the lanes, you know, and everybody be tailgating out in those lanes. If you've never been to Cardinal Stadium, just ignore what I'm talking about. Now it's first come, first serve. And mm-hmm. it's much better that way because once that once your row is filled up, Roush, you don't have to worry about cars coming in and out, which was a huge oh, issue. That is nice. Yeah. Yeah. So but the only other the only other issue with it is that like for my dad, who's been a season ticket holder at U of L for twenty plus years, now he has to get to the game super early to get a good parking spot. Like that's it's, you know that's not also not fair for him. So I guess no great way to do it. But supposedly U of L has told people that they're going to back off that. But I I kind of liked it if we're being honest with it. But uh, what what does Rocket City Rob have to say next? I'm trying to figure out if I can come up for the Gators or LSU. A dub's a dub, which isn't something we could say for the last few decades. So suck it. Uh, suck it, Kentucky fans downplaying how the season is going so far. As far as wins and losses, keep up the great work and would love to come up for the accurate tailgate spot versus Florida as someone decided to get me a PFG polo in bright orange UF with their logo. Need to appropriately discard Go Cats and nothing is off the cards for this week. Rocket City Rob. You could inappropriately inappropriately discard it too. Just get hmm. rid of it. Whatever you do, get rid of that bright orange polo. Uh, secondly, I am TBD for the I was about Florida to say, game. man, baby watches. TBD really cranking up a notch at the Walker household. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's definitely close. I I I'm probably leaning towards not going just to be safe, but. Uh, 
it'll Especially be a game if you're, that, not, if you're still sniffly too you know oh well then, then if i'm not I'm, I'm assuming i'm gonna feel better but uh yeah that 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 would be a non-starter right then and there odds are probably no for me but i want to it's gonna be amazing yeah, uh, it's gonna really be a really is. really awesome atmosphere for the folks that are going to be able to be there texter says KRC, oh, this is for KRC. Been a season ticket holder for five years now. Super hyped for the game Saturday, but just tested positive oh, for no. COVID. Unfortunately, we'll have to sell my tickets now. I'm doing okay so far. Just really tired. For everyone going to the game, be loud and let's do this damn thing. Go Caps. We'll feel better. We uh, sorry yeah. that you that you tested positive, and hopefully your symptoms are 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 just that. You're tired. In a couple days, you'll feel good. But uh, hey, try to go to that LSU game. Maybe you can pocket some money off your selling your tickets for Florida or find somebody to do the old swippity swap with. That'd always Ooh, be a good time. A little swippity swap, eh? Yeah, the old swippity yeah. swap. Texter says, serious question. I've never heard any state's high school sports association have more commercials than Indiana. Are kids just not playing sports, or is it their best attempt at making the Hoosiers relevant in anything again? Yes, besides Scooter Hoosier Dingus. Scooter, we'll let you take that one. He said, yes, besides soccer. Hoosier dingus, because he knows I would have came back with uh, soccer. But I don't, no, right. I don't really, I don't really understand the point of the whole IHSA commercials. I don't understand the point of any HSAA commercials, to be honest with you. But we but appreciate the hell out of them. That's right. They pay <laughs> us money, and that's what's up. Um. Oh, by the way, Roush, I, I, I maybe you'd mention this. I didn't know that Dan Dockage's show on Outkick is going to be called Sack Up. Yeah, I did mention it. Yeah, pretty gross. Um. Yeah. God, y'all need to clean your ears out before the show tomorrow. You got well, Justin, but I, I swear. <laughs> I swear. But just imagine, like, there's going to be a scenario where there's a big Dan Dockage fan somewhere, and he's going to either be on a road trip with his friends or with his significant other, and at some point that person's going to have to say, do you guys mind if I put on sack up? <laughs> And hopefully for that person, <laughs> that's when they realize that, no, I should not put up sack up, and maybe I need to stop listening to it. Gosh. How did that – Who? how many people signed off on, like, that's the name? Yep. Yep. Not only is it telling people to, you know, be a man, it's referencing, you know. You know. Yeah, and then they do finger guns at each other. It won't. It won't be okay in six months. But I mean, that is one of Dan Dockage's phrases that he says all the time. So makes sense. Yeah, and that's why Dan Dockage is just a loser. Yep. He goes around saying "sack up" to people. Gosh. It's no suck it. I tell you that much. No, it's no suck it. Uh, Texter says this thing fell apart with we have black friends, bro. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Going back to that story, yeah. Oh, and then, but people were like, "But, but the, but the fraternity bros said this. They said that." I think Doofus literally had a tweet. Somebody was like, "You are defending a fraternity that was hurling out racial slurs," and he said, "You're defending a team that was hitting women." Texter says the sheriff needs to be recalled. He should talk about the former U of L recruiting coordinator, Mrs. Powell. Oh, gosh, she got in trouble yesterday, too. Oh, she arrested again? Yeah, just, yeah. The weird one was this, the toothbrush stealing. Well, that, I mean, which one of these is not really weird, in my opinion. That's true. But yeah. uh, 
And like, I don't know. The the human element of it is super, super sad. Yeah. UL fans are always super quick to like dunk on her when she makes mistakes as if like she she's not really the one you, you, your anger should be more at Andre McGee. Right, right. But they just use her and that's the the I, I hate too that it becomes like headline stuff every time this happens, you know. Yeah. I mean I, I guess I get it because it is right. It is a headline name in this town, but yeah, the human elements like, ugh, gosh, that you, that, what a, what a sad life, but yeah. she can't stay out of the news, mm. which okay. is kind of goes to your point. Just stop reporting on her and then boom, she's out of the news. Chicken mm. or egg. John here. Yeah. Good morning to all. Okay. A little word of advice. My friends live life to the fullest. Don't let the crowd noise bother you. Hot diggity dog. The chiefs got Josh Gordon. This could become <laughs> something special for him and the chiefs. The cats will beat the Gators by four. If you ain't down with that, BBN has two words for you. Suck it. We'll got to go Suck talk it. to you later. Oh, and by the way, Rocket city, Rob outside of gate four. If I do go to the, uh, but do get to go to that Florida game. Also, this Josh Gordon thing, like we've seen this many times before, but if it turns into a Tom Brady, Antonio Brown situation where it's like, oh, this actually was the right fit, then who, man. What are the odds that we actually see that? Like you said, Nick, I mean, we've seen this is Josh Gordon's what third time back in the league and it hasn't worked out yet. And he's a talented, fast guy. But, dude, is he is he up to NFL speed? Who knows? Right, right. I mean, how long has it been since he even played in the NFL? Long time. Long time. It's been a long time, and um, I just can't wait to listen to Trevor make some chief Josh Gordon jokes. Ooh, yeah. Super low-hanging, right up right up his alley. Yeah, those potheads, those adorable potheads, too. They just can't help themselves. Well, they they can chief now, so he's maybe he's going to the right team. <laughs> Justin. Gosh. They don't test for it. Justin. <laughs> How about the you get your ears clean, buddy? How about them Cowboys? They look good. Mm-hmm. Uh, want some money on them. They look good. Mike McCarthy, he's the man. He'll never let you down. A texture says, anti-mask guy is the wipe your nose on your sleeve guy and the come to work sick guy. Laughable. If masks work, buddy, I'd be all for them. I'd, I'd, I'd love them. And we'd have so much evidence that they work. But here we are. You 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 wear them to Rupp Arena. We'll be wearing them forever. Dan Mullen is can't say that word on air. A jerk. He's a jerk. But not a knowing Robinson's head. name thing is overblown. It's slightly overblown, but it also but is fine. Come on, silly. it yeah. is kind of silly. Like you should know you should know his name. Um, I don't think he meant it. It was probably just slip up. You've been doing coaching this long. It's bound to happen from time to time. But yeah, it's but, easy just to pick on Dan Mullen for being a jerk, so we're going to take it and run. Exactly, exactly. Just like watch the rest of his press conference, and you'll hate every second he opens his big dumb mouth, like the entirety of it. This is just you know a good time to pile on. Suck it, Dan. Uh, Texter says, "Baby, here too. Hang in there, Kentucky Krog. Feel better soon." Mm, you got this, Krog. You got this, Krog. Got a Texter of, says, got "A lot of friends and fans rooting for you, Krog." On the Thornton text on 502-414-1450. Also, great show, boys. Getting after it, as always. Thanks, uh, Texter. Another Texter says, The clown show that is Dan Mullen doesn't know who Wandell is. Can't wait to be at the Krogue and give him the double Eli Mannings. <laughs> I can't believe Eli did that. I wasn't watching live or any of you all that um, chance. I, it was too late. It was fourth quarter by then. 
Uh, it's really funny though. Like the fact that they made him apologize too. It's like, dude, you're on cable at like 11:30 at night. Who cares? You should. You, know? you should be doing worse than that, to be honest. With you. <laughs> Seriously, like I'm glad that he's doing that. You know, like that's that's what makes that broadcast a lot of fun. My favorite part though is Peyton Manning just being disgusted at bad quarterback player, bad coaching. Oh, he was yeah. losing his mind at Mike McCarthy for not using his timeouts before halftime. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, you can take him with you. And then, like, that's the good news. Yeah, yeah, you can. Uh, and then when Jalen Hurts threw the pick six, it was just Peyton shaking his head, just like. <sighs> I love mm. the Manning and Manning broadcast. I really do. Those people, uh, those ratings just must be oh. absolutely crazy. And remember, and they're, taking, I do it every they're, Monday night. they're yeah. taking the next three weeks off, too, man. Yeah. Just yeah. when you get rolling, you know? Uh, so uh, I'm sure ESPN's going to be begging them to come back early. Well, when they do come back, I, I think you're just going to see the numbers of the next three. And I think they're having McAfee do at least one of them, if not all of them. And he'll be fine and he'll be good. But the the Mannings are who the – and really it's mostly Peyton. Eli's a fun little sidekick. But, right, uh, right. Oh, Eli's Peyton. definitely the Robin in that relationship. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm trying to quickly look to see if we missed anything from yesterday. It was a really busy day. I am almost guarantee you that we did. Um but that's yeah, what there was a lot for. that happened yesterday. So, but whenever it is, we'll end up getting to it. We've also got to get to one last text from Keith, who says, "Good morning, gents. Started a new job this week. Exciting time. I'm also glad UK and the Titans won. Have a great week. You too, Keith. Good luck with that new job, buddy." I, I Keith, you're leaving for a new job. I, you seem like you had a pretty sweet gig in the last one. You weren't doing squat. Yeah, just golfing well, and like traveling. Yeah. This one must be really special if it's got you got you leaving what you had. But best of luck, Keith. Always exciting starting a new chapter. All right, we're out of time. Thanks for everybody on the Thornton's text line. Y'all make the show. I'm sure we forgot some stuff. But like I said, that's what tomorrow's show is for. I'm sure there'll be plenty of news throughout today. There always is. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, and Justin Kalen. We'll see you on a Wacky Wednesday edition of KRC tomorrow.